Welcome to Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. I'm your host, Terry Glenn Harris of the Harris Compound and author of Beyond the Coffee Table, the book. To get your hands on a copy of that book, go ahead and click on the buy the book link within the description of this episode. Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast was designed to make you feel good, to build up, inspire, and never tear down. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's build. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. This episode is a little bit different. It's not just me. I have an awesome guest on today's episode who I am excited to introduce to all of you. Um, But before we get started on that, I just want to say what's up, Canada, what's up, United States, and what's up, United Kingdom. And I'm glad all of y'all are listening from those three countries. So today's episode or this afternoon, this evening's episode, whatever time you're listening, it's called Dadisms. D-A-D-I-S-M-S. And this episode is not just for dads, though. It's for every single person who wants to connect and understand what a dad is, what a dad does, how a dad is different than the father and all that good stuff. So I'm glad y'all are here. I'm glad y'all are listening. And without further ado, I want to introduce somebody to you. I met this guy about... Two, maybe three years ago, something like that. Um, and from the beginning, it was it was all genuine. And when you meet genuine people, you know you gotta you you gotta keep it going. You gotta stay connected. Um, so I want to introduce to you a great man, um, a great dad, uh, and just you know an overall great person, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Maurice Gray. What's up? What's up? And hey, welcome, you. bro. How you feeling, man? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm so grateful. I believe um, it or not, I'm so grateful, man. I'm chilling though. I'm good. I'm great. I'm grateful to to have you on. You Thank know, you. to uh, you know, have been able to had the chance to sit down with you. I know we've been trying to do this for a minute, yeah. <laughs> um, but glad that we are finally. <laughs> Sitting down and doing this thing. And if y'all heard the baby in the background, the name of the episode is Dadisms. So, of course, there are going to be children because without children, there are no dads. Um, so, y'all going to probably hear him throughout the show. It's all good. Uh, just pay attention to what you need to pay attention to and what you need to get from the episode. But before we get started, I've started this new thing where when I have guests on an episode, yes. I always want to ask them... Um, a myriad of questions. I'm with it. Uh, that uh, connect though. Believe so, it. Believe it or not, I'm sorry. This this is my first interview. So, okay. Man, I'm nervous. Hey, don't be nervous. <laughs> don't be, nobody can see you. So it's all good. I'm playing. So it's like um the question is, what do you do, and what makes you keep doing it? And it doesn't have to be you know what do you do, you know in a realm of. You know, a job or a professional or anything uh-huh. like that. It's just, what do you do and why do you keep doing it? Well, to sum it up, that's this is so broad. But to put it kind of this, I just chill, relax, stay out the way. And, you know what I mean? Pretty much is geared toward just being a family man. I I like that that title. Okay. You know what I mean? Saying a family man. I just don't have a family van yet. Gotcha. But you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's just one of those things where I. I 
I take pride in it just just being something that I didn't necessarily have. Okay. You know, growing up. So and what keeps me going is just them, to be completely honest. The children, them. absolutely. Just knowing that hearing hearing people say you're a great dad. Mm-hmm. I mean I don't do it for that, but it's just right. like I'm doing something good, you know what I mean? Or I'm doing something on the staying on the right path with it. So Yeah. And it's always good to have a reassurance. Not that we necessarily yeah, need confirmation. Exactly, exactly. Not that we necessarily need anybody's outside input, but it's mm-hmm. good to hear it. Yeah. You know, like kids, they need to hear good job. Good job. You know, <laughs> so you know, it's, it's it's definitely good to hear. That's awesome. Um, so we're gonna talk about a couple different subjects when it comes to being a dad. Okay. But when for me, I don't believe a father. And a dad are the same, are one and the same. I believe a father, any man who has the right working equipment, I believe can be a father. All right. But when it comes to being a dad, I don't believe it takes a certain set of skills or anything like that. I believe that it takes a certain mindset and, you know, being present and knowing you'll make mistakes and being okay with that, but showing up for your kids. Uh-huh. Do you have a different aspect when it comes, or a different viewpoint when it comes that. to father versus dad? Um, so, I, I I do believe that it is something different between father, dad. Obviously, the the name in itself. Sorry about that. Obviously, the name in itself, you know, it, it has a different title, and I believe what they say a father is like what the. It's like greater than a dad or, or you know what I mean, a pop. So a father would be the, the term of their day in and day out. Okay. I mean, guiding, showing them the right way to go and, and being that person to look up to, to give mm-hmm. advice. A dad, I, I would assume or get that title as, you know what I mean, here and there, still around, mm-hmm. present but not present. You know right. what I'm saying? The, 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 the money is more valued than the time okay. for that from that dad standpoint. So I... I and this is just through topics and conversations right. I have with other people and how they view those two words, father okay. and dad. So I, I look at it as the, the fathering type. I would I would want to fall into that category. You okay. know what I'm saying? Being present, being there, and you know, guiding them through the whole course. Not never gonna get it right. I'm right. sure we know that. We're yeah, never it's, gonna it's get no it right. instruction manuals for this thing. But just trying <laughs> our best to guide them, you know what I mean? And so yeah, I, I kinda look at it from that aspect. Okay, okay. To, I don't know if you ever heard it that way, broken down that way. So I, I have not, but that's the great thing about you know <laughs> talking to multiple people and everyone have their own yeah. vantage point on what that is. So that's awesome. That's yes, it. So what in terms of struggle, right? You know, they say oh, everyone has their own their own struggle. Yes. What has been your greatest struggle as a dad? Greatest struggle as a dad is not wanting to fail you know what i'm saying not not one i'm saying not wanting to fail but not wanting to have my kids look up and ask for something and i can't provide it okay you know okay. what i'm saying just knowing that like just giving them that look with the arms like uh right so that's that's probably my biggest my biggest fear or i wouldn't say biggest fear you asking for a struggle right Dude, it's probably just dealing with that mentally and uh, okay. it's kind of like a motivating factor so just dealing with that mentally and me, that mentality can be a struggle. Yeah, it, it absolutely can. Um, so, no personal question. Um, I'm with it. <laughs> when you were growing up, mm-hmm. was your was there a dad present in your life? 
my dad was present in my life, but was not present in the home. Okay. Uh, my okay. dad grew up in a single uh, with my mom, my mom and my brother, and but my dad was present in my life. Okay. For sure. Um, weekends and you know throughout the early earlier in my life, he was there every day. You know, pick me up from school. You know, what I mean, just doing dad stuff. Gotcha. You know what I mean, like doing dad stuff. But um, he didn't get the chance. I want to. That father term came in later on in my life, uh, my high school years, okay. twelfth grade, where the day to day, in the house, you know, what I mean, waking up, going to sleep with my dad present. So okay, so he uh, he moved back or um, no? Uh, at by, by that time, my dad got remarried at the okay. age of eleven gotcha. to to my stepmom, and uh, so we had a blended family. Okay. You know, from nothing wrong with that. No, it's, listen, I was blessed, man. Believe it or not, I was blessed. More love to go around. Yes, sir. And how do you feel that impacted your life today as a dad? Um, and I think that's why I get those compliments. Okay. Or I get that that outlook perspective of he's a great dad. He's doing this. It's just those things that I didn't have necessarily growing up. Okay. Or or the things that I did have, I just just tweaking it a little bit, putting my own little spin on it. Gotcha. So, and I, I think that's just what people see. And a lot of people may say, oh, his kid's spoiled. His kid, uh, they, they're not rotten. Listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> they, bro. They spoiled, but they're not rotten. Yeah. When, when it comes to, because people tell me my daughter's spoiled every day. And I'm, I'm sure like, she is, yes, though. absolutely. <laughs> Number one, she's my only kid, my only child. Even with another one on the way, how old they, is she? they both are going to be spoiled. Three? Oh, your daughter's three. Okay. Yeah. So, and how about you? How old are yours? Um, my oldest is 11. Okay. My son is 11 with my previous wife, ex-wife. Okay. And my daughter is four and my youngest is one. Okay. So. So, you got a nice, nice range there. Yeah. And, but they all should be spoiled. I guess, you know, my, the way I look at it is children do not ask to be here. True. They don't ask for us to get together and, you know, do what we do as adults and True. bring them into the world. So I feel that it is our responsibility to provide them with the, the absolute things. best life possible yes. by any means necessary. And, they, and if they're doing what you ask of them, I mean, just for exactly. example, my, my oldest just got all A's and two B's and I asked him to do that. I challenged him. I, right. And he did it, so why shouldn't he get added? Exactly. On top of that. So. Performance-based review. It's like yes, when you sir. go to work. You know, you go to work and you do Sorry. what you're supposed to do. Relax, kids. Relax, um, kids. Sorry. No, it's good. You go to work, you do what you're supposed to do. You expect a raise or, you know, some kind of accolade. Yes, why shouldn't the children get that also? Yes. I'm totally with you on that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, talking about, you know, the praising of the children and everything. When it comes to discipline... How do you discipline your children? So I'm, I, I think I, I'm a mixture of my mom and my dad. Okay. And I say that with the smile on my face. It's like, <laughs> my dad, my dad, I'm starting with my mom. My mom was a strict parent. Obviously, she was a day-to-day, mm-hmm. raising two boys. She had to instill some type of... Right. You know what I mean? She had to let y'all know, I'm so, the boss. So my, my mom had to look. And my mom, my mom really only had to hit me a couple times. But the look is what... Right. You know what I'm saying? My mom got me when I needed it. But my pop was more reserved. He was cool. He was laid back. I didn't... He had me, gave me a little bit more freedom. Okay. And he never really gave me too many beatings. I got one serious beating from him when I, me and my brother broke a glass table. Other than that, he just let boys be boys. So, gotcha. I'm kind of reserved to let the kids just be kids. And if nothing breaks, they don't... You know, but with my mom, she was more of the... 
No. Yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yeah. No, sir. Yes. What I say, street lights, front door, close my house, clean my kitchen. All right. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that's just how it is. Gotcha. Did I answer your question? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, so you have daughter. You have a daughter, and you have two sons. Yes, sir. Is the discipline different with your daughter versus with your sons? Uh, not no 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 double standard. Okay. I mean, obviously, depending on what's going on, but. I plan on shut the door for me, Kyle. I plan on having, you know, what I mean, all all rules plan to apply. Um, but with my daughter though, I I just I want to have more rules for her. Okay. You know what I mean? I I want her to keep her shielded and protected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I feel um, you. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best. Me and my wife gonna do our best to keep that balance of even discipline all right. the way around. Right. When it comes to dating and yeah. Um, <laughs> good thing I, is you still got some time. <laughs> You still got some time, which is good. And the the funny thing is that I just want to share with the listeners real fast about kids. Like, oh, it's all good. Yo, 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 Kyla, back in the living room. I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. So, like, just the funny thing I want to share um, is, so Maurice and I both happened to be at the playground Thanks. one day, yes, um, with our children, <laughs> and they were playing. And I had no clue this little girl was his daughter <laughs> until his daughter and my daughter started to play together. Um, not d- didn't know each other's name, anything. Small but that's world. the great thing about kids is they don't have to. It's like, right. she looks like a cool person. <laughs> I want to play with her. Let me go over here and we're just going to play. What's and it's <laughs> like... You know, which is awesome. Because um, as adults, we'll see each other and we'll just we'll just walk straight by each other. No good morning, no good afternoon, yes. no nothing. And then we'll see each other again and we'll kind of give the squint to the eye like, I've seen you before. But it's like, yeah, you have seen me before. Then that's but kids, with us, you know, yeah. right? <laughs> and kids are like, yo, you're cool. Let me, let's play. And then they were playing hide and seek and all that. I, I just wanted to, you know, give that sidebar. Um, and, but it's it's and the reason it's crazy. I mean, our, our culture, the mm-hmm. society, our world, it, it gives us that automatic fence. So right, you know what I'm saying? And, and it and I and it's crazy. Come on, son, I gave you the wrong toy. I'm sorry. No, it's good. <laughs> but it's kind of and I and I and it's, it's crazy that you say that because complete strangers just walk past each other. Exactly. And I I get exactly what you mean. But it's. I, I think it's just our culture, our right. views, the media it gives us that that makeup of all right. I don't know this person, mm-hmm. media, and that's crazy. How how do we change that? Right, and like I, I love it that kids are able to draw to each other that way. And of course, we teach them, you know, stranger danger and all that good stuff, which is very important, especially in this day where it makes my skin crawl that you can literally be walking in a store and someone will try to snatch your child from you. That that's just. That's just crazy to me. I can't believe we live in a world where it, where that's happening. And and don't don't go look on YouTube. It's videos of people. My wife showed me a video of this woman just walking up like scratching people I saw in that. the face. Or the kids like were that. outside, right? Yeah, I saw like, that. And I, it's like the mom in the video. She had no clue what was going on. <laughs> was and then the dad on. was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> and I'm just like, "But." These are know, these man. are babies. I'm just like leave these babies alone. You know, just 
go get a job somewhere or you know yes sir do it do that to yourself i i don't want anyone to inflict self-harm or harm on anyone else but if you feel the urge, do do that to yourself. Or stay in the house. Right, right. <laughs> like you know, go into get a get a padded room or something. They have places that will help you <laughs> if you need that. I'm you sick. know. All right. So, um, talked about discipline. Talked about struggle. Um. But there's also the side, which I feel is one of the most important sides, the side that is love. Yes, sir. Um, when it comes to love, I look at love, and as many people probably do, in different variations. Yes, so, sir. are you vulnerable with your children? My daughter taught me how to be vulnerable. Okay. Can you, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I, I, I had to. I had to be vulnerable. I had to really put myself... In her position, in her shoes. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, wow, she really is scared. She really is, like, don't want to sleep by herself. Mm -hmm. I can't tell her to man up. Right, right. I can't tell her to say, bro, just go to sleep. Mm -hmm. So I I had to display that. Um, And it, it, you know, it it made me realize, like, well, this is what I had to do. If I want her to be what I want her to be when she grows up, then I got to do the part now. Right. and, And give her that. Uh, security that, that okay he he got me mm-hmm. you know what I mean I got up started from somewhere so I feel and I, and, I, and it, it the return is is priceless you know what I'm right. saying by me just all right let me just wait till she go to sleep right then I can get up and leave yeah so so they just little stuff like that or just the whole bed daddy that it got to right. me so. Melts the heart. Yeah, it, <laughs> melts it, the heart. It made me vulnerable, and I just, I just, if I ever really wanted to understand females, I got the prime example. Right. To all right from scratch. What are y'all thinking process? Like? Mm-hmm. What are y'all? What's going on? So. And then how y'all develop those other thought processes? Yes, sir. As you go along. So yes, okay. Sir. So I uh, trial and error. Right. Trial and error. Not, again, no instruction manual. <laughs> so um. What what methods do you use to demonstrate love to all of your children? Hugs and kisses. That's me. Hugs and kisses. And um, I read this. It's downstairs probably. I read this book in my first year in college. Thank you, man. It was called How Children Succeed. Mm-hmm. And it, it pretty much, it's, it's somewhere laying around here. I definitely let it show it. But it was pretty much just demonstrated or it was showing how uh, children that are, you know, academically smart, Okay. Compared to children who are not so academically smart, but they have all the other, you know, uh, attributes that we need—the manners, the morals, okay. the values, things of that nature. So it just—it pretty much just uh, uh, showed the um, the growth. Okay. And and is obviously, believe it or not, the more the, the children who were better off—let me say that—were mm-hmm. the kids who who grew up with the love and the nurturing, the manners, the morals, the values, right. the respect. They 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 went a lot further. Um, than, you know, just being academically smart. So, by reading that, it just gave me confirmation. Like, oh, man, I mean, I grew up with just love. Yeah. Love and family. So, it kind of just gave me confirmation. Like, hey, just love, love, love. And keep them in church, man. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> best ingredients I can, I can say. Absolutely. Agree with you on that. So, when it comes to sacrificing. Oh, oh. Um, 
To what cost are you willing to sacrifice for your ch- your children? Believe it or not, I, every day, every, every time I pray, I ask God to allow me to be a living sacrifice. Mm. Notice I said living sacrifice. Right, right. <laughs> absolutely. You know what I mean? It, and, and listening to that song, it, it helped me understand, like, mm-hmm. I can still do God's work on earth. Right. Not, um, but, so, it, I just... It's hard, and I'm not perfect, but I try to be Christ-like every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just with my mental state, really thinking about my choices before I make them. Right. Rather spending, you know, time, whatever it is, just, all right, really, really Christ-like. Who are you? Should I? Should I not? All right. So I, I try to move that way. And lately, I found that to be, like, I don't want to say backfiring, but... If you try to move like Christ, people notice and say, I'm changing. They do. What's, yep. what's your problem? Or, you know what I mean? And yep. it's, so, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard, but I I want to make it to heaven. So, this is, hey, I'm going to just move left. I'm going to just move right. Mm-hmm. God going to make my enemy like my it, then, right? I mean, that's not my problem. <laughs> so, it's, I try, man. I try. Hey, that, that's a good thing. Do, do you believe it is important to keep any kind of struggle hidden from your children or should they be allowed to see the struggle happen? Um, my oldest son and his mom, she didn't like how I was so open with my son. Okay. You know what I mean? Letting them know me and mommy divorced. Mm-hmm. You know, you live here with mommy, I live here. Gotcha. And this is why mommy and daddy not together. This is why mommy and daddy are going to fight. She didn't like that too much. Okay. Or, or, Daddy struggling right now. Daddy don't have it, you know, or just me just letting them know why I believe they should know. Gotcha. And, and only because when we know why, we comprehend things a little bit different. Mm-hmm. We, so as a kid, I was, why? Right. Because I said so. Right. But and, why? Because <laughs> I'm the adult. So, right. So to me, I can only move and operate mm-hmm. off not knowing anything, but... You know what I mean? Feeling this way and not having no legit explanation on what is really going on. So that's unfair to him to really want to be, want to know what's up with mom right. and daddy. And he got to come up with his own thoughts or take what he see off television. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or what other friends' experiences are. So, you know, and he was probably four or five. You know, I had my son live with me his first, second, and third grade years. Okay. Then you know he's with her, so but he was young when I was telling him these. Those, okay. those his formative years, right? Exactly, he, exactly. So I'm supposed to do, you yeah, know. Absolutely. So, so uh, yeah, I believe letting them know the struggle, letting them see it, will only. I mean, I believe it will only help. Gotcha. Yeah, I was um, talk, talking to my wife the other day, and we were talking about every time we tell our daughter to do something, mm-hmm. it'll well not every time, but many times mm-hmm. she'll say. But I just, and then she'll give us, you know, this, you know, dissertation on what she was just trying uh-huh. to do. You know, I, I w- I'll say like, stop, don't do that. She'll like, oh, but I was just trying to. And I'm like, number one, you're three. What do you mean you were just trying to? Like, You were just trying to what? But af- after I sat down and actually thought about it, mm-hmm. you know, like you were saying, when we were growing up, it was do this because I said so. And that was the end of it. But I, I was like, you know, I actually start to, at, in a moment, of course, I don't love it. I just want yeah. you to do what I said yes, and let sir. that be that. But when I think about hindsight, 
you know, you were letting me know, no, I'm speaking up for myself. I was just doing what you told me to do yesterday. But now you saying just stop. And but yesterday you said yes. to do this. So I'm letting you know that. Yes. I'm just <laughs> getting done what you asked me to do. But I absolutely believe that, you know, I, I love it. It helps. And, and Indeed. You know, my mother, when I was in the military, I had a sergeant say, you catch more flies with honey mm-hmm. than you do assault. Right. So if we know how to, I don't want to use the word manipulate, but if we know how to get our kids to move. Right. Get them to, you know, okay. I'll explain why I'm telling you to sit down, but you're still going to sit down. You know right. what I mean? So. Exactly. So um, there are some men out there. Uh, who believe throwing money at the situation mm. is the best move. Like, what do you mean I didn't get them? I, I just gave you money last week mm-hmm. for a coat. Or mm-hmm. what do you mean I didn't show up to the game? I paid for the cleats and yeah. the pads and the helmet. Yeah. Do you feel time spent is more important or is money the solution to? And I don't even know if this is the right question for you because, no, it's the you know, you're in the present. But do you feel money spent is more important or is, um, you know, the time the um, better solution? You, you, you hit this question around the head. I'm actually... I lived with the money spent growing up. Okay. I remember when my... My father being my, right. my dad early in my life, he was present, and then, uh, but a lot of times I needed something, I need the cleats, mm-hmm. I need the football stuff. Right. Call your dad. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> All right. <you> know? <laughs> so, and, and now um, I'm, I'm more, I want the time spent with my son. Right. But I get a lot of the phone calls, dad, I need to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So. I, I, I'm actually on both sides, okay. so I can I have I'm, I'm ex, excuse me, I've experienced both sides of this question. Okay. I me personally, I would prefer time over over money. You know what I mean? We can go get some money together. Right. <laughs> Which is how we build that generational wealth. Yes, sir. That we keep you know seeing and hearing about. Which I'm all for. Yes. Like I don't the Jordans the. The car, all bonus. that's it's like, what they gonna do with that? Besides <laughs> nothing, you know. Bonus. If you can I get saw, it, you can get it. it right, and and I saw this post. This lady, she bought um a rental property. Okay. And she had she it bought it to own, or she no, she she bought it like yeah, so it's that she would own it, mm-hmm. but she's gonna it's a rental property for her to rent, rent out to other people. Gotcha. And she takes the money every month from the rental property and puts it into a bank account. For her three-year-old. And I'm like, when that three-year-old turns 18, dollars $1,600 a month, 18 years, mm-hmm. and then they'll take over that rental property. And I'm like, that's generational wealth. Like, it's finest. <laughs> that little person will not have to worry about. I mean, they'll still want to have to, you know, the day-to-day, but they already have that huge nest egg set up they for have, them. Yep, that you know, because yes, sir. the mom wasn't worried about a, a pair of Louboutins. Now, granted, it's great to have if, if it's in your Budget. means to have it. Absolutely have it, but you shouldn't. I don't believe you should have Louboutins in the closet, mm-hmm. and your kids don't have bank accounts in their names. I'm just like, uh, that's true. again, just my thought. But that's true. That's true. I saw that, and it was it was a it was a swift kick in the head. Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I need to 
Smart there are some things I need to do yes, to get, you know, to make sure my daughter and my son are good. Yes, sir. Um, and I started moving on that. And now I can feel, I can wake up in the morning and feel good because like I know, you know, they have, you know, those things Something. they need. Something, right. So, somebody told me that's the best gift you can leave somebody. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. Uh, an appreciating asset, not yeah, an depreciating, go. you know, liability. <laughs> A car... That it gets his A to B, awesome, right. great, but over yes, time that thing depreciates. You go to trade it in, and it's like, oh, yeah. okay, we'll give you five hundred dollars for this. <laughs> You're like, whoa, I still owe. That actually happened to me, man. Like, you know? <laughs> my car was worth five hundred dollars when wow. I turned it in, <laughs> but it was it was cool. It, yeah. took, it was something. <laughs> and it's like all of, all of the money that we pour into it, it's like yes, we sir. get nothing out of it. Diamonds, I'll invest in that. You know, <laughs> Apple products. I don't know. Um, so, what would you say is one of your favorite, or even if you have the ultimate favorite um, activity to conduct with your children? Um, uh, definitely, it would it would be the, my go to would be basketball. Okay. Uh, is that for both the boys and girl, or yes, okay. yes, yes. Um, that's that's something that I loved growing up, um, and so I was always playing it. And so with my younger son, he's like the basketball guy now. Okay. So he always just was around me playing basketball, or was around me. And he was the first kid I started coaching. I actually coached his first team. So he just loved basketball. Okay. I don't know if I did it, and a lot of people got this get this confused that I'm, I force it on them. I promise you I don't. I just put the ball in his hand and... He goes with me. Hey, there it and is. Now he's at the point where he wanted to go. So, but with my daughter, I I'm trying to brainwash her. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I wanted her to play basketball. I want her to her earlier to, to build that toughness. Okay. And, okay. And, I understand that. And follow me with this because I'm not. I'm sorry, Katie. You too quiet, bro. We're Katie and Boo Boo. All right, cool. I'm sorry. You're too quiet. No, um, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I want her to develop a little bit of toughness to, because mm-hmm. as she gets older, my daughter she's a she's a pretty little girl, and I'm just knowing how girls can be so mean, mm-hmm. right? You know, so if she ever gets to that point where she has to defend herself, she knows how she's a little tough. Yep. You know, she she's been pushed around, so it's not new to her. Mm-hmm. But just defend yourself. Be tough enough, strong enough to defend yourself. Yeah. Don't be no bully. Don't go right, out. Right. Be no big bad. But don't guy. be bullied. So, so that's I'm, so that's that's all I I, I want out of when I put them in sports. So I'm having them doing activities. Just be good. Be tough enough to defend yourself. Man, so, I, I I'm in complete agreement. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't be no bully. Just right. Throw one two and back up. Or yep. something. But, yep. Exactly. Protect yourself at, at all costs. I'm yes. with you on that. Um, so when it comes to security, uh, how do you define the provision of security when it comes to your children? Um, so my military career, uh, my last six years, I was a combat arms instructor. And I was just around weapons all day, every day. And to the point where I, I almost don't like weapons now. Gotcha. So... For anybody listening, you know I do not keep any weapons in my house. Don't mean I still not defending my right. house. Absolutely. But um, so that security wise is 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 I pray every night. I lock my doors and I pray. So gotcha. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things that give me a hug. Yeah, I mean I just feel comfortable knowing that God got us. Yeah. I even mm-hmm. there's no other explanation on 
on security. If you don't have an actual gun to protect you, you and yours, mm-hmm. there's really no major security to have. Right, right. Other for- than <laughs> believing in God, trusting that he got you. So, Absolutely. Tyler, please stop in the living room. Um, with you mm-hmm. on that one. Um, so this this part uh, is strictly for you know. The dads with daughters. Yes, sir. Uh, if you don't have a daughter, don't stop listening um, because we're coming up to the dads with sons mm-hmm. part. But this part is, you know, just, you know, related to dads with daughters. So a dad's relationship to his daughter tends to be sometimes a little different from the ones with his son. It is. Um, why do you feel there is that difference? Um, I, I believe the cliche tell you know daddy's man mm. you know mama's boy daddy's man mm-hmm. you know what i mean daddy's little girl whatever so i do want my sons to be you know strong dependable men reliable men accountable men you know things that perfect providers protectors mm-hmm. all of those things that you know a man needs right to be you know in this world definitely for certain you know men and guys so and that's I mean, that's just beginning of time. Right. <laughs> right. How, you know, we were wired to be. So, you know, I, and with my girls and my daughter, just, I don't know, man. I don't know why they were made to be so <laughs> <laughs> protected and valued. Right. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's a challenge, man. It's, yeah. I mean, and I, the way I look at it is women, I, I believe it is so, so important mm-hmm. for us to, stand next to them yeah. sometimes stand in front of them because people out here are crazy um but because they are the reason mm-hmm. of course under god yes that the world continues to be Go populated yes. you know if if women said this is it we are we're all done well right. you know here comes the handmaid's tale <laughs> <laughs> like you know, and the crazy thing, like it takes me back to when they were trying to decide on, you know, whether a woman could have an abortion or not. Ooh, and I'm just like, how dare a, a room full of men yeah. try to, to tell the world of women what they can and can't do when it comes to their body? You know, um, how, but that, that's a different. How do you feel about <laughs> that personally? Do you are you? I mean, I guess that's a touchy subject, you know, but. Hey, let, 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 we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a touchy. I mean, me, me and my wife have a conversation about it. I mean, but you know, she, she, she informed me that it's people down there at the, uh, the clinic where mm-hmm. we go to get the abortions. Right. People down there protesting, like, no, don't do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm do it. it. Yep. And you know, I'm just so mad. She brought it to my. Time. I'm like, well, how can they? Uh, well, you, so I don't know, man. Yeah. How, how can these people tell them not to do it? But then how these girls? Can go through with it, and some of them right. can. It's, so I, don't I know, mean, what man. what what I've learned about those places, like all women or all girls, aren't going in there necessarily for abortion. Okay. Um, because they do they do um health education screenings. and stuff. Like yeah. That. Okay. You know, so like at a certain age, you know, you're fresh out of college, things like that. You don't have health insurance. Maybe okay. your parents don't have it, so you don't have it either. Gotcha. So they give like birth control pills. Gotcha. They do all of that kind of stuff. In the there. basics, fundamentals. Of right. Gotcha. Um, but I guess, you know, on the outside, it's just like, oh, you know, all they're going in there for are abortions, you know. Uh, man. When it, abortion is a very touchy subject, you know, I believe there are certain um, 
What am I trying to say? I understand. Yeah, that reasons for accepting it. Exactly. (laughs) For being able to go in and have an abortion, you know, rape, things like that, you know. Yes, sir. That's a reminder every single day, you know, of the trauma that, you know, you experienced as a woman or the death that you experienced. Because I really believe Mm. when a woman is raped, she dies a little bit. Yeah. Like, um, you never be this. Yeah, man. It's crazy. (laughs) And so I'm like, you know, that. That yeah, but I'm like, if you were if you were big enough to lay down consensually, yes. do what you did. I believe that baby should be coming into this world, and yeah. then there are a variety of things you can adoption, True. you know. But don't don't take True. the baby out. True, you know, you you lay That's there, painful. you did it. Well, now it's time to, for that grown up part to, to take either take effect, care yeah. of it or. To yeah. give it to a family who <laughs> can't have babies on their own, you to, know, to to us sensible yeah. people, right? Exactly, That's perfect. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. But I've come to realize this. What makes sense to us doesn't make sense doesn't to everybody sense. else. Yes, yep. sir. So, all right. So, as um as a man with a daughter, do what? you feel it's important to understand the trials and tribulations? Women face, even though your daughter's only four right now, she'll she'll grow up, yes. you know, and she'll become a woman. So, do you feel that It'll be all right. it's important now to understand the trials and tribulations women face? I've cleared my throat. <laughs> I'm a, I don't want to get in trouble, but I don't think I'm gonna get in trouble. Um, no, I'm, I'm joking. Um. Some of these trials and tribulations that females have in their life, mm-hmm. um, and I, this is like a general trial, general trials and tribulations, right. right? Nothing specifically, but some of those are caused by them. Okay. Rather, it's a bad decision. Mm-hmm. They were told not to, but they did anyway. Okay. Okay. You know, wanted to see if they fight. So. I, I can just make sure I, I set her up the best way possible. Gotcha. So she don't pitfall into those trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. And not only that, when some of these females are in those trials and tribulations and they finally realize that if I just remove myself, mm-hmm. I could be cool. But some of them don't do that. You know what I mean? So, gotcha. so yeah, I can't understand the pitfall that they may see and they, they may go through. But uh, I... Our, our job as dads is just to help them make sure you don't don't slip. You right. slip. You know, hey, did you bring it on yourself? Mm-hmm. Then you, you know, then you got to take the long way out. Gotcha. Especially gotcha. if you ain't want to <laughs> listen, you know. I, so I, I think I will, I, will, I will stand by that. Just Okay. You know. Okay. So, so this next part we're going to transition into is yes, for the dads with the sons. You know, you have both daughters and sons, which... I think is a blessing. Keep um, that name going. You know, indeed. You know what you haven't yet? I'm sorry. It, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, boy. So, I, I'll have what they call the rich, rich man's, man's family. family. <laughs> and it's crazy because, you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to accept that. Yes, I I look to be wealthy. <laughs> um, wealthy as having the love from my family and then also the bank account to back it up. Yes, sir. Um, but then I found out why they call it a rich man's family. And it's because you're starting all over. Like, you have a boy and then you have another boy a little bit after they have clothes, they have shoes, you know, all that good stuff. Birth, so they be buying a whole new set of exactly. everything. Oh. And starting all over again. When my dad <laughs> said it to me, I was all like, all right, I'm all thinking like, you talking about like Prince, 
Prince, you know what I mean? If people over in London, right, whatever, right. I'm like, oh, a rich man. I'm like, yeah. I didn't know the meaning behind it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, because you're starting, it, there's nothing to pass down. Like, everything is brand new. Because nah, if you think about it, like, when <laughs> you're an 11 year old, when you. When he was getting sure. ready to come, it's like, okay, I got to buy yeah. crib. I got to buy clothes. I got to buy pull-ups. I got to buy, you know, not that we're recycling pull-ups. I understand. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're starting all over, <laughs> buying everything all over again. You done? I'm good. Oh. Is it? So, um, when it comes to, you know, when it comes to sons, what values are you instilling at, you know, their early age? What values are you instilling in your sons? God, bro. Okay. God, God, God. I'll be lying if I start giving you any other cliche answer. But the moment that I can, they can start comprehending what church really is all mm-hmm. about. Right. I'll be there. That just, just God. And I just, and it's not even, I don't even talk to them about God and how he's referencing the Bible. Right. I talk to them about God and how he right. has supported me through it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? How he exactly. showed up for me. I think that's a little more relatable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? During the early ages, like, if I'm telling them everything that where I'm at, God did it. Right. What I went through, God got me out of it. Absolutely. <laughs> where I'm going, I don't know if you're praying to God for it. So Absolutely. Compared to trying to tell them about Peter, Paul, mm-hmm. Moses, and all that, and it's like, huh? So they can't see none of that's what's going on in the Bible, but they can kind of see through me right. what my struggle was. So Especially with you having... You know, been overseas and, you know, war zone yeah, and man. stuff like that. It's only Growing up him. in Philly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Before that, growing <laughs> up in Philly, so. So it's only him who, and then, you know, whomever was praying yes. during the growing up years. Yeah. You know, making so. sure we were covered and making sure we were good. Yep. You know, and, and, to and, a point where we could go outside and then still show back up on the doorstep later on that day, so. And, and all church does for me is just solidifies, you know, puts that hammer and that mm-hmm. nail in there a little bit harder because everybody's saying God. Everybody's right. talking about hallelujah. So now they see that and then you're like, oh, so the God that they talking about, he did this for us? Right. You know what I mean? So right. yeah, I kind of use it to my... Put it together. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, do you cry in front of your sons? Um, I didn't... Uh, I didn't boohoo. Okay. But we, we had some deaths in the family. Okay. Um, I let some tears fall. Um, but no, I didn't. And, and, and for the longest time, I always thought crying was a sign of weakness. Mm. You know, um, I don't want to say my dad put that in me, but, you know, I would cry after losing a football game right. or a basketball game. He would, he'd be like, no, no, man, stop crying. So to me, that was like, you know, don't be weak, be strong. Gotcha. But, you know I mean, nobody ever said men don't cry. Just the right. whole cliche and mm-hmm. stereotype on it. Um, but you know, just through my, through the many, many blessings, God, I had to cry. Like. Right, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I, I, it's I, also therapy. You know, crying is therapeutic yes, because sir. if you just store it all up, yes, sir, it's like where's it going to go, or is it going to come out in the wrong form on the wrong person yes, at sir. the wrong day, and yes, sir. just make everything bad. I, um, I, I just, I cry now. I, yeah. I, I tell my son to cry and. So I and it I was I'm not I wasn't emotional growing up. I know I'm rambling right now, but it was I would I would get to the point where I'm mad and angry, mm-hmm. and I wanted to cry, but I just bowed it all up. Right. So and then they had to, it went because eventually it's going to come out. It came out on the football know? field, right? On a, you know, <laughs> it but has to come out it somewhere. Just, so. Yeah. Awesome. 
So um, we, we're dwindling down to the end. You know, oh, a couple wow. more questions, and then mm-hmm. we'll we'll be done. But when it comes to inheritance, because right. I think that's something that we don't talk about enough. Yes. Um, the Book of Proverbs, yes, sir. Uh, chapter thirteen, verse twenty-two says, "A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children." Yes, sir. Not necessarily for his children, but so much that his children is good. <laughs> And then their children are good. Yes, so sir. then if, for instance, if our sons mm-hmm. leave an inheritance for their grandkids, that means mm-hmm. every single generation, yes, again, sir. at generational wealth, yes, sir. is good to go. What does an inheritance left to your children look like to you? Wow. Um, I would love to say money. Okay. I would love to say nothing but money. But... I never really value money to that extent. Okay. To really want to go and chase a bag. Mm-hmm. Only for the, the things that I need. You know what I'm saying? Right. The necessary priority bills. Um, but I would, I would like to leave a nice sizable amount for my kids to do something. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Rather just to buy a house, rather just to buy a car, whatever it is that they can just say, cool, have a lump sum of money to do something. Um, right. But it would, it, would, it would just be more so just a the internal things, man, the internal values that mm-hmm. can generate wealth. You right. know what I mean? Absolutely. I wouldn't, yes. I, I wouldn't want to, because they can make so many dumb decisions with money. And, you know. And when but, it's gone, it's gone. It's gone, it's gone. Yes. But so, if you leave a skill, you know, yes, a trade, you know, a company. Something, how know. they know how to finagle, or just the exactly. hustler's mentality, how, yes. whatever it is, that that that's, that's yeah, that can generate its own wealth. So Yeah. It would be it just be those those internal morals and values, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of people also forget that memories are an inheritance. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have great memories, yes, sir. oh, I didn't get. You know, we we went because one one thing my wife and I are, are discussing doing is instead of at Christmas time mm-hmm. buying you know all these gifts that right. they're going to play with for two three weeks. Two, yeah, and then every, if you, you see know, the award room the down there, man. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry to cut you. No, no, it's good. I made a deal with, with, with Kyla. I said, listen, you got to put all these toys you don't want no more over here mm-hmm. and toys that you want to keep right here so you can get the new toys. She said, okay, Dad. I don't want to throw nothing away, Dad. I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to... I, I want to give them to someone else. All right, cool. And, and that I right there, <laughs> that's a value you instilled in her, you know? Mr. Terry, daughter. <laughs> okay. All right, that's what's up. And See? Be cousins? <laughs> Our friends. We will be cousins, okay? All right. So, you know. All right, so, of course, everybody has a different outlook on inheritance. As you just explained, you know, what, what you like to leave your children, what inheritance looks like to you. Yes. Sir. In your opinion, does life insurance count? As part of an inheritance. Yes. Okay. It, it was it was explained to me. Uh, one of my my childhood friends growing up, a good friend of mine now, he's actually he works for a New York, uh, life okay. insurance company, and he explained it, broke it down, actually helped me get policies all set up for our three of my kids. So, oh, nice. And if you guys, Jared Yusuf Long, look him up, <laughs> New hey. York Life Insurance Company. So, and he he explained how you know. You know, my children make it to 18 mm-hmm. and they can also take what's been built right. up, you know what I mean, yep. and start something. So when he broke it down that way, 
I was all like, I have to do this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Life insurance is very important. Like, yes, sir. You know, for everybody to have. You know, every everyone in the house. You know, in my opinion, and to have. When it it scared me when I you know was taking care of myself. I'm all like, this is almost like I'm signing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is it. Yeah. So it was a scary feeling, man. The scary tones, like. Yeah, because you you never want to think about. You know, that, it's like, you know, I'm not sure if you're familiar with um, John Gray. He's a, a pastor in uh, South Carolina. Okay. But he said, you know, he's like, everyone wants to go to heaven, but mm. nobody wants to die. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that's very true. I just need to live a very, 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 very long time. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but then he was like, you know, given the affirmation of, you know, I will not die until my mission is complete, okay. you know? So I was like, okay, that made me feel a little bit better, but um, not, not to get you know, too far <laughs> off topic. Um, do you feel as a man, it is irresponsible to not have a life insurance policy set up? I want to say it's irresponsible because you can still have, you know, money set aside in a sneaker box. Okay, okay. You know, you're not getting the added interest. You're not right. getting the added money that, that comes with keeping it in a secure location. Um, but, no, I, 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 don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say he's irresponsible if he had something set aside. But see, to me, that's life insurance. Because you set it aside. It may not okay. be, you know, on, on an insurance company's table, mm-hmm. but, you know, so... I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, um, so... As long as if if he's preparing for, you know what I'm saying, his his time not being on earth, then you know that's that's a plus for him. Okay, you okay, know. gotcha. All right, so um, for those of you, I he he hasn't made this known yet, and I was going to wait till you know the very end for him to make this known. But Maurice also has a podcast. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's the uh, Moso Philly podcast, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Moso Philly podcast, and I'll. At the end, I'll let him tell y'all, you know, where <laughs> you can hear that and all that good stuff. Um, but another show you did with your cousin Matt. Yes, sir. You played Mind- a game. Mindset of a dreamer. Right. Yes, sir. And y'all played a game. And I was like, yo, that's, 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 that's decent. Playing games on the podcast. I had never thought about that. So I was like, I'm going to borrow that for this episode. Take it with you. <laughs> um, I got it. I, I got it from somebody else. Hey, Take listen. it with you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know, I want, I want to play a game. We talking about, you know, dadisms, you know, okay. and growing up, you know, there were TV dads. And even oh, today, yeah. you know, it's a couple of TV dads. <laughs> so we're going to play um, a game where basically I'm going to name two TV dads. And you basically say which TV dad you would have wanted to have if you had to choose one of them TV dads, all right? All right, so here we go. Uncle Phil or Carl Winslow? <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Uncle Phil. Okay, okay. One, I believe it was, it was, he was a better, it was a better, a better cast and a better atmosphere. Okay. It let me stay in Bel Air. Right. You know, on Uncle Phil, like... He was fair. He was strict. He was yeah. very strict. I, I, I could find myself, you know, making it work living okay. in that household and not being on Will terms. Like, gotcha. Will was just doing too much. <laughs> yeah. I, I learned from Will how to work with Uncle Phil. You know what I mean? Gotcha. You. <laughs> okay. Me. So um, Uncle Phil got that one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uncle Phil or Heathcliff, Heathcliff Huxtable? Oh, my God. Knowing what I know about Bill now. <laughs> no, this, this, this before, this before. 
Um, I, I don't know. It may, I don't know. I still have to say living in that Bel Air household was okay. They're like there's so much more to do in that house. Gotcha. But the values and the vibes that I got from the Huxable, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The, the message. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The message. I, I would. I wouldn't mind being in that atmosphere, that family atmosphere either. But okay. I'm still going over Phil. Gotcha. I said I'll let you go over Uncle Phil for two. All right. Um, Uncle Phil or the dad from Good Times? Ah. James. James, Yeah, James Evans. Yeah, I'm going Uncle Phil. Okay. They had it hard at Good Times. Gotcha, gotcha. That's more like my upbringing. Good Times a little bit. Okay. Not as bad, but you know, similar. <laughs> All right, so that last one, Uncle, Uncle Phil has seems to be getting ready to you know take the cake, but right. Uncle Phil or Dre from Blackish? I'm gonna go with Dre. Okay, right. <laughs> Dre cool, yo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Be cool. cool. I go with Dre. Cool. <laughs> so I mean, Uncle Phil still kind of take the cake, but you know, Dre come in, you know, the, the, uh, the, with that with that ninth seed and yes, take sir. it all away. Cool. <laughs> All right, so as we um as we get ready to close this episode out, I want to do one last thing. I'm with it. So, you know, music yes. tells a story. You know, every movie comes with a soundtrack. Every play has some kind of music in it. You know, life we use music to yes, feel good. We use music when we feel bad. We and use then, music when we're happy. And then God used to have. They used to play trumpets before they used to go out and, to war. Exactly. Set the atmosphere. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. And then even when you know high officials before they come into a room, yes, sir. There's music. Um. So with music having such an impact on every culture, you know, black, white, Asian. Um, you know, Pacific Islander, don't matter what the culture is, if you were to choose an album to be your child's first album to listen to, what album would you choose and why? I know that's probably kind of like a little... That's the whole, yeah. <laughs> do we, do, do we, can we go to a certain genre or... Yeah, it could be... Matter of fact, right, I'm, so, I'm not even going yeah, to so make right. an album. Yeah. A song. A song? A song. One, one record. To be like that first record that they take and download on iTunes or you know Apple Music, you know what would that song be? It would one thing to all right, and then I'm picking this song because this is the song that I would want my kids to get back to ground zero. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like it don't matter whatever it is they could be going through, whatever it is they could whatever this song gets me back to ground zero, and I hope that it can get them back to ground zero. To, I mean refocus. It would be Yolanda Adams' Battles Not Just. Okay. Okay. I think that can get anybody, get everybody good. Gotcha. So Yolanda Adams, The Battles Not Just. That's an awesome song. <laughs> Absolutely awesome song. And a great one for the kids, you know, to have. Because that, that song will get you through a lot. Yes, sir. It, it, it'll get you through a lot, you know. Um, so that's that's all she wrote. Yes, sir. Uh, for, the, for this episode, I appreciate, again, you I appreciate inviting you. me into your home, you know, yes, allowing me to... Come sit here and get my this show thing next, done. Right? You do my Absolutely. sit down next, right? Listen, I'm All ready. Right. Just, just let me know. I'm I'm ready to do that. No problem. Um, but before before we close out, before we you know let the people go, just let them know um, where they can do a couple of things, where they can get in touch with you, yes, how they can follow you, you yes, know, sir. whatever social media outlets, no and then where they can listen to your podcast, the Most So Philly podcast. Gotcha. Okay, so a, a couple things about about me. Uh, first and foremost, my Instagram. 
excuse me, my Instagram is Moso Philly, M-O-E-S-O Philly, P-H-I-L-L-Y. Um, that's where you can get a visual of who I am, uh, a real look at myself, my family, my whole, my whole, my wife was just looking at my Instagram, she said, yo, we have a whole history right here, and hey. so you'll be able to know all you need to know about me just scrolling through my Instagram. Um, and that's the fastest way you could probably reach me. That's the m- most consistent thing I'm on. The Twitter and Facebook, I'm, I'm here and there, you know what I mean? Gotcha. It's, it's just too many scams, too many times yeah. you get hacked. So Instagram been pretty secure. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you can also, uh, and there's a YouTube link that you can hit in my bio that can take you to uh, the podcasting. And also, I uh, just started my gospel artist career, I nice. guess. So I got a couple songs that's on there as well. That you'll be able to check it out, and um, it's just my, it's just my, you know, therapeutic way of getting God out to the world. Gotcha. Rather than sitting and talking and saying, "Let me tell you about God." And yeah. Let me put it on the beat and put some bars to it. Gotcha. And and where, where can they hear the uh, the podcast? Um, if yes, the podcast I have it on. Like I put it all on YouTube, to be honest with you. So okay. Everything is a link to the YouTube once you hit it in my bio okay. on Instagram. And then his um, all his information will also be yes. available within the description of this episode. So sure. you know, if you missed the you know a letter or anything like that, just go ahead and scroll down, and you could better click on the link available within this episode. So um, again, I appreciate you, man. I and you. Thank you. until we do this again. <laughs> you know, uh, next time. <laughs> yes, sir. I pray you've enjoyed this episode. Go ahead and follow me on social media at Terry Glenn Harris. And don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and tell a friend about your experience here on Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. Now go and live life positively and on purpose. Thank you.